The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host-slash-guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Okay, don't play with me. My guest last week told you I used to be a dancer. <laughs> but what's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? You are here again on another Thursday. Praise God with the You Better Live show with your goddess, Chess, Chess Throw, the Empress Lady Cake Mix. And I'm right here coming through full force to be exposed radio. So what's up? What's up? What's what? What's up, y'all? We got some things to talk about tonight. Uh, well, this is a talk show, right? So we definitely gonna be talking. I don't have a guest tonight, but guess what? We're gonna get it on. If you are joining me, God bless you, God loves you. If you haven't joined me before, y'all already know how I do and how it go. I start off this thing with a prayer, just sending out love and light to all of you who are watching, who are listening. Um, and next week. Tell a friend and tell a friend and bring a friend and you keep on watching again. Be sure to go to the page, like the page, the You Better Live page. Feel free to share and comment anytime during the show. And then also, the phone lines be open. Yes, they can. You can call in and talk to me right now live. 443-642-9403. So don't be shy about it, okay? You better live, okay? All right, shout out to all my future guests. Shout out again to my last week's guest, uh, Marquise Clanton, a.k.a. Marquise Revlon, who is hosting his dance camp, intensive camp, um, this week. I think it's tomorrow, and he has some slots open. So, look, holla at him. Gave y'all all that info, and then all of the other info. We ran it down. He definitely won't be back here. Um, always saluting everybody. Let's not run it down, right? Because I've been doing this since, what, last August, this show, um, at least the You Better Live show, which is me, which is me inspiring, encouraging people to just live. I like to bring different positivity, whether it be um, in a quote, a story, you know, and, and specifically people here in Baltimore that are doing their thing, that come through, show their life, um, share their life, share their love, share their art, all of that, because a lot of times we don't hear enough positivity or a lot of good things you know what i'm saying and it's, it's real bad and it's real sad and we've talked before about how you know the information you take in is medicine so guess what every thursday i'm gonna be your host and come and get your dose baby because this is medicine and it ain't nothing but life let the garden's chest definitely get you right so today we're gonna learn some things we're gonna learn some things and we're gonna talk about some things because it's always given like what what and like what in the world right <laughs> all right let's get it let's come on however you do it bow your heads close your eyes if you know that's how i like to get in tune for what i am trying to bring forth and relay to the higher power look whatever you believe in guess what i know i know there's a god okay 
Um, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day, oh Father God, keeping us, oh Father God, guiding us along the way, oh Father God. Continue to look over us, oh Father God, over the land, over our lives, oh Father God. Bring forth all opportunities, oh Father God, for us to be better day by day, Lord. Continue, oh Father God, to guide us, oh Father God, in the spirits in which you lead, oh Father God, that is led with love, oh Father God, that is led with light, oh Father God. For we are all here, oh Father God, to help one another, oh Father God, and and, and and get back to ourselves, right, God, our true selves, oh Father God. Thank you for knowing who we are, oh Father God. Even when we fall short, oh Father God, it is you, oh Father God, who continues to lift us up, helping us stand tall, Father God, getting through it all, oh Father God. And I just want to say thank you, thank you. God bless all my viewers, all of my listeners, all of my supporters, oh Father God. God bless anyone who is going through anything right now, oh Father God. Let them continue to lean on your understanding, oh Father God. And just remember that while, oh Father God, things are hard, oh Father God, the easy part, oh Father God, is to continue to trust in you. Yes, life is good. God, you remain great. Amen. Amen. Yes, he did. But God, only God, all of that. And y'all know I ain't lying. Look, first of all, I'm dead wrong. Let me tell y'all. For putting this white bra on under this black <laughs> shirt. But my goal was trying to stay cool. I'm thinking of the rule. Like, you know, I, I what, what's going on? You know, I, I put on this black tank top. Uh, Try to be in the car cool because let me tell y'all, look, I know if y'all follow me on my personal Facebook page, y'all know I'm always coming through letting something be known <laughs> about my car issues, right? This is real. This is real. So if I'm coming here to spill other people's business, I definitely got to let you know about mine. Um, but yeah, I'm just in a place right now, y'all, where I be like, if something else go wrong, I feel like I ain't gonna never get right. So now my issue, y'all know I'm I'm known for the flat tires, right? Blowing the flat tires out as I'm scrambling <laughs> and what they call it, hustling, hustling every day, going day um, to make a dollar. So it usually be my tires, right? But now y'all in the midst of this heat, would you believe that my air conditioner compressor want to go up? My AC compressor want to go up? I was thinking it was just a fuse. I have a very good friend, one of my best friends. Um, that is a mechanic, thank God, went through there, just was thinking it was going to be a little fuse. Yeah, it, it fixed it for like two minutes. <laughs> the fuse kept on blowing. Um, so, yeah, it's the AC converter, y'all. So I had my fingers crossed. Um, what was so crazy is when you put on the fuse and I got that little glimpse of that cool back again, right? I was like, oh, praise God, praise God, because, look, God know everything. He know financially Right now, I don't got that to cover that, right? So I'm like, oh, thank God, thank God, right? So then it just went back out, right? I just kept on still praising them, though, because I was like, you know, a lot of times, you know, we, we can't seem to praise them when things are in our sight. That's not going right. But I do trust that everything that's happening for my good is to get me to a place, oh, Father God, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I can, so y'all can see his grace. So y'all can see his mercy and see his love. So um, it is important a lot of times, y'all, to share your struggles, share your stories, you know, on social media. You're always going to see the good stuff a lot of the times. Well, not so much now because maybe they put anything on there. 
Um, but you usually see a lot of people want to uphold a good positive image. Like everything is all good all the time. I'm definitely that type of person to say, yeah, trying to stay positive all the time, but no, honey, it is not always good. No, it is not. But God is great. And y'all just wait, just watch me. Right. Uh, just speaking life into my life. Um, me being a God is me having that power. Um, that is set in me because greater is he that is in me. Yes. Okay. Um, so I was going through those problems trying to stay cool, y'all. I ain't got no air. So it is very difficult for me to try to do anything during the daytime. And even at night, because guess what? It's been steaming at night too, right? Right. Still 70, 80 something degrees. Y'all know the dumbest storms been coming through. The little storms were cool it off for a minute. That little summer rain, summer rain, but it be right back right back banging yes uh but anyway that is what's going on with me um this week but i'm gonna make it through y'all i'm going through but like i tell you i'm always getting through and baby i ain't got it the worst okay so i try not to complain it's just acknowledgements okay because i gotta acknowledge it in order for it to change or be able to do something about it all right and i'm still moving y'all so let that be your encouragement this week. I don't know. If you out there, you have a problem with your car, you know, anything. To, to be able to pay rent, your light bill, whatever. Child, you ain't the only one. Just keep on going. Keep doing what you're doing. And just remember, you know, sometimes, you know, like me, I, I can remember being here before. Like, really not having it to kind of, I know before I told y'all, I'm like, oh, it's, it's kind of new to me. It's different. But I've been here before, and I found my way up out of it, you know. But God, but God, should I say, has found my way up out of it. Um, But I know it's for a reason. You know, kind of like you uh, faced with them similar tasks or whatever. So it's something that I have to learn from this to be a greater and better chess room. Y'all hear me? All right now. So the next topic when I did my little uh, uh, uh my little slick promo, come on now, don't play with me. Y'all better live. Um, it was if you had the position, what would be your decision? But that's just too much on the topic because I do all the talking, I don't need all that in the um, topic piece. So the next nice topic is actually the talk versus the walk. And why I wanted to get into it is because yes. Y'all know that the July 4th holiday just passed us. It came in, what, the, the week, not the middle. It was Tuesday. Um, but a lot of people celebrated off over the weekend, rightfully so, because people got to go to work and everything else like that. People was feeling some type of way, baby, because they said, too, that y'all celebrated that July the 4th, but y'all um celebrate that June 10th. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it is really people getting educated or whatever about the history or whatever else like that. But you know how it is. Sometimes we got habits and different things that we've been doing. It'd be hard to kind of just like let it go. Yeah, kind of like still drinking poison, knowing that it's poison, but you still like sipping it. You know, like a person smoking cigarettes. No, they shouldn't smoke, but they still do. Um, so it'd be kind of like that. I mean, if you want to celebrate it, celebrate it, okay? But July 4th, it came through like any other day on the celebration of the holiday. People were celebrating on the holiday, right? Over the weekend. Um, here in my city, Baltimore City, it was some tragedy. Like, what's new? Um, it's very sad, but 
it happens and it continues to happen. Um, on this holiday weekend, over the weekend, it was a community day, a Brooklyn day out in the Cherry Hill, Brooklyn community right here in the city. And it was a mass shooting out there, mass shooting during this day. Um, several people were injured, at least 30 people, and two were killed doing this mass shooting out there. Um, but our city was not the only one who experienced these type of tragedies over the weekend. And as people celebrated the June 4th holiday, um, it also was a reporting of mass shootings um, in Chicago, I believe that I read. Um, the ones kind of that we always hear about that are typical, but um, yeah, we wasn't the only ones. It was very sad. It was a 20-year-old man who lost his life. I'm sorry. I thought I had the notes here, but I'm just not saying them when I take that glance. I'm an 18-year-old young lady, and I mentioned it was 30 people overall that were injured. And see, when we think about injured, it was a big crowd too, y'all. This was like a community block party, okay? They had the music out. Um, you know, it was given like festive, festivity. This wasn't just like people just standing outside. This is an actually event, a Brooklyn Day um, that I've heard they've had every year. And this is actually the first year they've been able to host this event in that community since we've been getting back to some normalcy of things since the COVID. So I don't think they held this since like 20 19. So this was the first year that they were able to actually put this event on. And it's very sad um, that this will happen at an event that is there to celebrate community, celebrate inclusiveness and just, you know, love for your neighbor and everything else like that. So that's why it's real tragic to me, in my opinion, that it will happen on that day. Um, where they wasn't able to have it, people already look at Brooklyn and those communities under a bad light anyway. And it is crime out there now. So um, some of that bad, bad light, we're going to say, is rightfully so um, regarding, you know, the crime and different things like that um, that happens in that area. Um, but yeah, 30 people. 30 people were injured and I ain't talking about tripping and falling, scraping their knee. No, 30 people, in addition to two people that were killed, were injured and they were shot. They were shot up. Um, I've heard um, someone is paralyzed, you know, like they were shot. They were shot. A lot of people were in critical condition. Um, so with this event just taking place on the 4th of July, that's how it kind of brought me to my topic tonight, the talk versus the walk. Because usually, usually, typically, in these type of situations when we are plagued by the system of violence in the city, people start to point fingers, they start to face in the blame. And of course, and of course, <laughs> of course it happened in this instance as well. Um, so immediately when it happened, you know, I've been seeing all types of people communicating on social media, just um, being in the community, hearing people discussions, you know, basically getting the same type of, you know, response to it. And they're saying, what is Mayor Brandon Scott doing? What is the governor doing? What is the police commissioner doing? You know, we do have a new police commissioner right there, Mr. Woolley. Y'all know our governor, Wes Moore, and yes, our mayor, Brandon Scott. So you typically always hear people say, oh, they're not doing it. This is the wrong way or whatever. However they want to put it, right? So my question is, 
the talk versus the well, what are you doing? Like basically, if you was in a position, what would be your decision? What would be your decision to compare some of the senses violence? What what do you think they should do different? And you know, a lot of times when I talk about, you know, people talking and actually not walking, I'm not talking about, you know, you don't even necessarily have to be in one of their positions, right? To to walk it to do something for your community, to do something for people. Um, but a lot of times when people are not in the limelight, do not hold, you know, certain positions or whatever else like that, people will look at it both ways. People will say, you know, you got a right to state your opinion, but then they'll also say, you talking, but you ain't doing your walking. You know, this ain't, this ain't your thing. This ain't what you're doing or what you're doing for your community. We hear that all the time. People say, yeah, y'all talk about the crime, but what you doing? What you doing? I mean, I think even in one comment before, uh, Mayor Brandon Scott just frustrated with people having that same kind of like response when anything happened. I believe it was. Now I don't think he said that's what you're doing, but basically he was like, "I ain't the one shooting these people. Why? You know what y'all doing?" Um, and 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 that's my question too. That's my question tonight too. You know, a lot of stuff can be avoided. Or basically not happen a lot of times that people say stuff, something. Now, a lot of times I know the vibe to be given. I'm a mind my business, right? But even out here in this community, when this community block party or whatever was going on or whatever, I'll say that, like, they wasn't there with nobody. They ain't had no friend. was nobody that could tell them to chill. Not saying that they responsible, but we got a lot of that going on in our community, too. And we got a lot of people that's out here that is putting in the work, walking the walk and not just talking that you don't necessarily know about. It's a lot of people that do a lot of things. You know what I mean? And I always say that if you got to talk to my who you is, then you not it. I, I was saying that the money, like, you know, with certain people, like, I'm going to say my name. I'm going to speak highly on my name. too. It's just certain circles or different communities you can go into. Now, you might not see me. I might not be down there as a city um, official. I might not be on television. I might not be on social media all the time, uh, recording it, showing me, giving um, to the homeless or doing any type of community give back or anything else like that. Um, but if you go in certain circles or you talk to certain people, uh, family, youth, and you may say my name, I guarantee you, it's going to be at least one person even if it's out of 100 or 1,000, that's going to say, I help them in some type of way, right? And helping one person might not change the world, but it could change the world for that one person. So even in instances like that, like if I'm somewhere and I see something going on, yeah, I, I got, I be on that vibe too. I'm a mind my business. But in certain cases, I like, I'm just like, not on my watch, not while I'm right here. I don't want to see this in front of me. Um, so my first thing, if I can do something with it, I'm going to do something with it. You know, I'm going to say something. I'm, I'm going to give y'all a story, too, even though this might be dumbing it down a little bit. Not dumbing it down. I ain't going to say dumbing it down, right? Um, but that's more so on my curb right now, too, being here in Baltimore City. But I hate that dummy stuff. Don't call me no dummy. But I'm saying getting away from the topic. But just like this story, right, I've been dashing. And the other week, uh, the rest of them owner and another somebody else that was dashing was like getting into it. You know, they was like, right. So I'm telling the brother, like, no, it ain't worth it. You out here 
the store owner, he definitely was in the wrong. But look, come on. Don't even don't even worry about it. It's just words. Um, I got the brother to go out the store. So it's like him to go out the store. Here come this man. <laughs> he pushed the knives. He ain't come out that door though, but he still came out with the two pushing knives, right? And I'm like, wow. So the dude like, what he got? What he got gun? I'm like, no, I still told him like no. But it's 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 a knife though. And I, you know, I hate when I get in situations like this. This is not the first time. I did do a lot before too when Somebody was chasing somebody down with a gun and I kind of prevented, stopped that or whatever. Um, but like in those instances, that's what I'm saying. Like nobody was out here in this community. Like, no, that wasn't my business. It wasn't my business. But I seen something ready to happen over something so small and so stupid where I felt that like I was in that space and I was there for a reason. So if I can say something to prevent something from happening, then that then that's what I'm gonna do. And that's what I did. I prevented something from happening. But a lot of us won't. We, you know, we we won't say no, nah, we we mind our business. I get it. Cause sometimes the people would turn on you. <laughs> that don't be people crazy like that. Anyway, especially if it's a baby mother and a baby father or somebody else like that fighting that cliche stuff. Man, you've been to come to that age. They be ready to fight you, be ready to bang you. Uh, but anyway, it's like, why we don't be saying that? Why we don't stop this? If you with your friend, your friend geeking, why you don't, why you don't, why you don't stop it? Why you don't do nothing? Why not? I don't know. That's just the question. That wasn't my question tonight, though. But that just was another question that I threw in there, right? Like, what? No, what? But that just was another one that I threw in there. Um, but getting back to it, though, you know, the mayor responsibility. Um, our mayor here in Baltimore City is Mayor Brandon Scott. It is going to be a re-election next year. A lot of people are saying that he in no way is going to hold his seat. Um, a lot of people are very disappointed because, you know, one of his initiatives, one of the things that he ran for, um, that he used, you know, in his campaign was basically um, combating this crime. Um, helping and building a better positive bridge between citizens and um, the city government and the police department and things like that. And a lot of people are saying that he hasn't really been successful um, in fulfilling that. Uh, but then also, you know, it kind of feels like every time something like this tragedy that happened over the weekend out in Brooklyn, Maryland, Yes, Brooklyn, Maryland. I'll be cracking up too when people be saying different. Uh, like people will be wanting to think, what part, what part of Maryland are you from? Owens Mills, they stay all of that. And I'll be the one proud, like Baltimore, Maryland, <laughs> Baltimore, Maryland. They say Owens Mills, Owens Mills, Maryland, Rosedale, Maryland, all of that. I'll be like, man, you live in Baltimore, Maryland, but it is different parts of Maryland, though. Um, but tragedies like this one that happened out in Brooklyn, Maryland, out in this community that's right there by Cherry Hill. Uh, things like this, we've been seeing it constantly. Not mass shootings, but the senseless violence where people, young people, older people, everybody matter, have been losing their lives drastically. We have been seeing it um, every year. But for the past, I believe, five years, we've been over five, no, 300 over 300 murders. Um, and we're slowly approaching right now. I wanted to look that up. 
uh, from the shoulder, we're slowly approaching to look like we're going to see that drastic high again this year in the city. Um, but usually when things like this happen, you hear a lot of citizens, when the news coverage comes on and people are asked their opinions, you'll hear a lot of people saying that, Brandon Scott, do something. What is he doing? You know, for anything and a lot of things that happen. So I wanted to know if you were in a position, what would you what 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 would you do? What would you suggest? What would you suggest? That Mayor Brandon Scott did. You know, that, that was his purpose, also he say, as when he wanted to run for mayor was to combat combat a lot of this crime. But what would you do? What would you do? What would you do if you were the mayor? Now let me tell you, because you know we we learn on here together, we learn and grow. So let me just tell you exactly what a mayor is. The mayor here is the top executive in the city. Uh, town or town government. Okay, he oversees public works departments such as the fire department, the police, emergency medical, utility services. He directs the administrative structure and appoints and removes department heads. Um, and he has veto power. Veto power, and while the council has the legislative power, he has the veto power. You know, falls with laws and everything. So basically, he oversees everything. He runs the city. He runs the city. He tell who work here, who's running this. If he don't like what you're doing as far as appointing or you were in a position at public works at the fire department or whatever like that, he can say goodbye. See, right? So he run the city. He run the city. What is he doing to run it wrong? I don't know. It's, it's hard to really have this conversation with yourself. So if you on here, you better holler at me, right? But that's what dude. He run the city. First of all, you know, if I was the man, I mean, let me tell you what, what I would have done when I first got in the office, especially if that was my peak to say that I'm combating this violence or whatever. As far as the police, you know, and everything else like that, they would be out there. They would be seen everywhere. And I know it was a lot of tension and everything else like that. Of course, you know, we had the consent degree and everything else like that. We know it was a big problem between the morale, the relationship between the police and the community members, and that is because of the lack of community policing. You know, the police is in our community, but they're not community policing. They just show up when things happen or after something happens. But if I was the man, you know, and I was instructing that police commissioner, whatever else like that, baby, guess what? I wouldn't care what nobody say. It wouldn't be on no harassment stuff or nothing like that. But every neighborhood or whatever where it was high crime or things were happening, guess what? The police to be right there. And not just sitting. You got to get out the car. Because in a lot of these communities, the police is around there. The avenue and everything else like that. You'll see the police sitting right there and they still just doing whatever. But they not out. They don't know the people. You know, they don't trust them. They always thinking it's a setup or whatever so that because they don't do nothing. They don't engage with them in no other way than when someone is being, I guess, considered breaking the law. They don't engage in no other way. I see it all the times. I go in the stores or whatever I say that. I speak to the police. How you doing? They don't speak. They, they not community orientated should I say or community affiliated they're in the community but they are not 
giving community. And shout out to a police that is all the way in, oh my goodness, Little Rock, Arkansas. Police Tommy Norman. I watch his videos all the time. And when I tell you community policing, they definitely can get some tips from this man. This man visits people in his community, sit, have a cup of coffee. All the kids love him. I mean, when he pulls up, they run to his car, not away. And because he has learned to engage with them in other ways or under other means than something to look like they in trouble or y'all breaking the law. You know, he comes through, snacks, whatever. He comes through, talk to him, want to know what's going on, what's going on with their family. They in the hospital, he visit, whatever else like that. You'll never see a lot of more police officer doing that unless maybe if uh, he was in your family already or related to you, I guess. Um, but he just had such a humble, you know, demeanor and personality and people like people. Uh, What's that? His name is Tommy Norman, though. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-mm, you said Norman Tom. Norman Tom. Norman Tom. Yes, his name is I Tommy Norman. Norman Tom. His name is Tommy Norman, and forgive me if I said something else, because in my mind, I thought that's what came out, because I, I, I watch him all the time. I thought that's what came out, but yes, his name is Officer Tommy Norman. He has one lady on there that he always going in and visits. She called him Tony. She think it's his girlfriend or whatever else like that, but anyhow. Um, but just make a mission of him and what I think more police officers need to be about, okay, and need to be like. Um, but yeah, if I was the mayor, I would have had police every street, every corner out, walking, community events, every week, doing something to engage people with the police, everything. Like here, a lot of times, because like I told you, I was just underneath a project where it was like that too, but it was kind of like trying to work with the police and other people's stuff. But everything is always like intimidation or you going to do this or do this. Like, it, they always come off as I'm the authority and that's it. Not like I'm with y'all <laughs> and I care about y'all and I want to serve y'all and protect and all that with integrity was on the side of their cause. Um, but that's one of the things definitely um, that I would have done. That's one of the things definitely that I would have done. One thing I can say about Mayor Brandon Scott, when things like this, that this magnitude happening in the city, he does show up. He does not hide. He's always there, front and center, um, on the news media, knowing that he's getting all of this um, backlash, should I say, knowing that he's going to be confronted with those type of beliefs that is definitely something more that he can be doing and something that he is not doing. He's always there. He's always there, front and center. He's always ready to respond. Now, he doesn't always respond the best, but that's all of us. Look, I be on the show. I can't always talk the best. So I ain't holding that against him, and I'm sure it's a lot because I just be trying to focus on saying, and, you know, I'm always off time. I know it's a lot. Um, But that's one thing I can credit him for. And and, in all respect, I do believe that he's tried. He's tried, but a lot of the trying comes with a lot of pushback. See, in my opinion, when things start to work in a way where people are trying to do something, 
then sometimes people in the community push back away from it. It's like how we talked about before, the curfew, how he felt that he was setting back in place because he felt that it was a measure that definitely could help towards some of this, you know, crime and everything else like that. People put, oh, that ain't going to work. <laughs> oh, that ain't going to work. And we had a whole bunch of that. As, aside from placing the blame, you have a lot of people that when different measures all put into place that are already knocking it down before any any progress can be made. A lot of times before it even gets started, you know, just like he wanted to come back out with the peace mobile. Um, people were shunning the salary of that peace mobile, peace van or peace mobile, whatever it is, that he's bringing out another initiative um, to kind of go around the, in the community, do outreach and different things like that. People talked about that. People talked about they're not satisfied with the police, right? And I guess he made a move. I, I guess he didn't really put him out, <laughs> out former police commissioner. He said he was resigning, but we still have no no proof of that, of, other than his word of mouth. It's still like no official letter of resignation, anything else like that. Then I had also talked about he was still getting paid, and I know in their contract, he would still be paid if the mayor had let him go. So that kind of gets you to question that, like, was it that? And they just came out and said that. And then because he's still getting paid. Um, so no one knows really his official day of resignation or none of that. But, like, what would you do if he was the mayor? What would you do? Would you not show up? What, what would you do? That's one of the things I would do. I would have police out there all the time. Especially in that event. And you, you want to, and then you damn if you do, damn if you don't, because you don't want to put it, like I said, in a situation where you feel like people can feel like they're being accosted or they're kind of being like, what what can I say? Like singled out, like, oh, I know it's going to be trouble, so the police need to be around here. But if that's the case, that's the case. Come on with it. Why would I, why would I, if, if we out here and we having fun and we not bringing the law, why would I feel any type of way? But a lot of that comes from, like I said, the relationship with the police. So we not wrong for feeling that that type of way because usually in situations that we out in the community and the police show up, that's what they coming for. They like, oh, y'all doing something wrong. <laughs> y'all doing something wrong. But then a lot of cases, you know, they are there. Like I traveled down through Fells Point over the uh, weekend. Ton of police out there. People were still out there, out the hood, off the hood. See, I probably did say his name wrong because I said out, and I could have swore I was ready to say off. Um, but off the hook, standing on cars, all this other stuff. Police wasn't doing nothing, wasn't stopping their fun, wasn't doing nothing. They just was down there. But it's like no, no interaction, no engagement except for when they are approaching to begin that whole rant on they ready to detain somebody so you know i know what i would do but then again i don't know i don't know but i don't think that it's fair to keep on you know y'all when something happens blaming it on this one man when we know the history you know not that it can't be changed we know the history we know the temperament of the city we know the bullshit that is plaguing here, the violence and everything else like this. And you can't blame it on him. 
And you can't say that just because he's in this position and man, and that was his plan, that's his goal, of course, rightfully so. That should have been his goal coming in office because it's considering what was happening in the city. So, yeah, that was his goal. That that was his push. And everybody wanted that. Everybody know that it's necessary. And he, yes, he was there to, I guess, be the lead in doing that. But this is stuff that we should already be doing or already trying to address as a community. And you can't tell me that you honestly believe that because somebody that's a mayor that said they were going to do it when they get in the office, like, it's just going to be done like that. I'm sure it is some progress, but just like society, you're more than likely not going to hear about that. You're always going to hear about the negative stuff first before the positive. You know, so do I think he could have did some things better? Are there different things I would have done if I was in a position and I could make decisions, you know, and not just talk <laughs> and actually be in that walk? Yes, I would do things differently. I would have did some things differently, but that's not necessarily saying I would have did them better than him, even though I feel like he could have done better. Just like the one that we're voting, well, we're vouching for. Well, I hear a lot of people vouching for. I'm not going to say me necessarily, but I said that if she's ever in the running, uh, Sheila Dixon, I never vote against her again. I did vote against her when she was in the running with who and everything else like that. But the last one when she was around him, I did vote against her too, but I did not vote for Mayor Brandon Scott. Sorry, Paul Hype. <laughs> but I did not. I did not. It was really sad is that I can't even remember now the guy uh, um, <laughs> I voted for. Uh, but he was, you know, a businessman. Um, and I got to meet with him personally in a meeting and stuff like that. And I liked a lot of things they was talking. He wasn't just talking. He was showing me some stuff and which I seen how he had walked the walks. So I thought that he would be good for the city because different things that he was going to do was going to address some of the same things that, you know, Brandon Scott said that he was too. Um, but he was more so on the, the building of uh, businesses and, you know, in the black communities and, more stuff like that, you know what I mean? That that was going to be his push or whatever. That's why he didn't get in here because people don't want to see nobody doing nothing at the same right? Um, but yeah, if you was Brandon Scott, what would you do? Even the governor, you know, before I got in the show, Monty was telling me that the NRA is trying to sue the governor, or whatever else like that. People was already the man just got in there saying that he's doing things. I don't know what happened, y'all. I was reaching because I was trying to see uh, that's how Governor Westmore right there. But because we always tend to blame these government officials when things go wrong, like, what do you think? Or when they get in there, what do you think they could do that is going to change it overnight? Because the way people be talking, it be feeling like they know something. So I want to know. And if y'all feel like it is something that that in person that you can launch and you can put in a place overnight that's going to stop them killing these killings, please let the man know. Please. Please. 
Oi, do it on your time. Do it on your time. Please do it on your time. Because the way people be talking and be giving these people these backlashes and stuff like that, or this is this criticism, this critique, and all critique is not bad, but I'm talking about like really bashing and the way that it be coming off and making it seem like these people created these problems and these issues. So what would you do that could change that overnight? If you could be getting there and you be mad, I told y'all what I would do. Oh, they would be mad at me. Overtime, the police and everything. Yes, I probably would even be out on the beat, even though it's more, I guess, security detail. But I would want to be that type of man. That's not always what, you know, I still got to be my security because people, people, people be off. I don't care. You got that in every city. Um, but I would be out there and not just at community events. Like, yeah, I would just be pulling up. In those areas and stuff where it's crime, trying to talk to people, trying to ask them, like, what? Like, what y'all? What y'all need? What's what's gonna be? What y'all need? And different and there's so many services and there's so many supports and so many resources in the city. So I can't say that the mayor has failed in that regard either, not even the governor. What's more? You know, in the governor, let me give you the rundown of what the governor is. The governor is the chief of state. He is to advance and pursue new and revise policies and programs, um, executive orders, budgets, legislative proposals, and um, vetoes. And basically, he's the intergovernmental liaison, liaison to the federal government on behalf of the state. Okay, He proposes and passes new legislation. Um, he commands the National Guard. He manages agencies, appoints state judges. He grants clemency and rebreathes um, interface with other states and the federal government. So that's what the governor do. I told you what the mayor do, what it is. So basically the mayor oversees the city and the governor oversees the state. Oversees the state. So if y'all feel like Brandon Scott ain't doing something, and it's something more he could have done to combat this violence. What is it? What is it? The police be mad at me and anything. They be losing weight, baby, because they really be walking the beat. They would be out them cars. <laughs> they would be out them cars. I'm telling you, they would be everywhere. You would be made to speak to people. You would be made to have a good, uh, a good attitude and a good, yeah, a smile. Like a modeling agency, do you hear me? They would be like, This lady is crazy, but I would do crazy times call for crazy measures, and, and that's what I would do. I would definitely try to bring a new feel, and I don't think that it was enough of that for real when Mayor Brandon Scott got into office. I don't think it was a, enough of that, and a lot of that too came from him being a young black man, and people was against him, you know, people wanted. Other people, but yeah, while he was in there and he's there, why not back him and support him then? Why not back him and support him then? That's just one thing I would have did. They're trying to clear up this stuff and this mess between the community and the police and everything else. Like okay, y'all, now we got action in the background. My 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 blooper is <laughs> woke. My fly got a job. So let <laughs> me get back on my thing, but. Yeah, what would you do? The talk versus the walk. What are you doing? And I must also acknowledge that, like I, I was saying before, there's a lot of people in this community, y'all, that is really putting their work in. 
that is walking, that is not just talking. You might not have heard about them. You might don't see them on a news clip and a newspaper article, but I know a lot of these three people and they doing it. Even if it's one person that's helping one person that's doing something or yeah, the little stuff. And especially if we are in situations or we are somewhere and there's some crazy stuff that's ready to kick off. Yeah. By all means, stay safe. Mind your business, but to a degree, especially if the person that's ready to act silly is with you. No. No. What's going on? I'm going to try checking. I'm going to try because some people will be, be crazy because, you know, we got a lot of that, too. A lot of these spurs and all this other stuff, they be up in people. Now, I'm talking about the ones they put in them. <laughs> Not the ones we already possess. I'm talking about the alcohol, of course, all the drugs and stuff like that. So they be having a lot of people moves, attitudes, demeanor, and all that other stuff off balance too. It do. So we already know, we recognize that that's part of the issue. But that's not the only substance to it, should I say. Substance abuse is not the only substance to why all this stuff is going crazy. It's not. It's a magnitude of stuff, really. It's more than one thing. It's more than one thing. And I do recognize that something to this degree cannot be fixed overnight. And in me, like how I said, believing and knowing in the higher power, I know that we need his guidance definitely over all, over, over all of it. Okay? Over all of it. So I don't know. When you're in these positions to make the decision to damn if you do, damn if you don't. It's like I was emphasizing on Brandon Scott being a young black man. You know, he can be down there and he can be young and he can be black, but he can't be too black. He can't be too. You get what I'm saying? That, that's how they be current. If you can't be too, you can't be too you. You can't be too real. They want you in there. They they put you on the on the front seat. But you can't be, what's that? You can't really be you. And it doesn't even really mean being unprofessional or whatever so that you can't really be it everybody be down there side i i know that's how they was doing me that's when i was done wishing they because i'm telling you baby you speaking against anything that they don't hold on let me hide that i ain't trying to get them no advertising water is water it's okay say um but yeah what would you do it's a lot of people out here talking but ain't walking even though we got a lot of people see, let me, let, me, let me back up to there's a lot of people that is talking and that should be their job. You know, maybe everybody can walk. So I ain't knocking you if you're talking to What I'm knocking you about is if you're talking and you know that you're not doing anything productive or you haven't done anything productive or you're not in that position to do anything but, but productive. Or you've allowed some unproductive shit to go on, but you talking about somebody else that's in the wall that's really trying to do something. That's what I turn my eye to. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think he could do better. Him the man. Everybody can always do better. That that's my opinion. Could definitely do better. But it getting better should not only be on them. And their responsibility. We have to get better as a people, a community, a culture, all of that. Especially here in Baltimore City. It's not all on the mayor. It's not all on Brandon Scott. 
A lot of these issues and a lot of these things that we are dealing with here in the city have been here. Like traditionally, <laughs> as wicked as they are, have been here. Okay? So, yeah. Well, since I'm the only one talking about it, I had enough of talking about that. But it is the talk versus the walk, okay? And there's a lot of stuff that people would talk about, but they just ain't walking it. My next thing coming up that I wanted to talk about is what everybody is talking about, about how Miss Kiki Palmer, Miss Thang, Miss Thang, Miss Fine at 29, how her boyfriend, Darius Jackson, <laughs> chose to walk up on Twitter and blast Miss Kiki Palmer for her outfit. Oh, yes, he did. He came on in and said, it's the outfit, though. You're a mom. That was his first comment. Well, basically, over the um, 4th of July weekend, Miss Kiki Palmer was at an Usher show that is um, what they call his residency up in Las Vegas. So Usher is in Las Vegas. He's doing his show. Kiki Palmer goes out. Originally, I thought that um, it was something like a game show or something like no or like a show, like a talk show, but like, no, this is like his concert where he's present presenting his music up in Las Vegas. So he sees Kiki Palmer in the audience. He comes, shows her mad love. Um, when he comes to show her love, of course, um, the encounter gets televised because everybody got out their, their cameras. Yes, Miss Kiki. Um, but Miss Kiki was sporting a sheer dress with a black bodysuit underneath. And the boyfriend was not pleased. He came through with that tweet that said, it's the thrust, though. It's the dress, though. You're a mom. And the internet is going at him, let him have a baby. They said, if you cannot take dating somebody so fine, or basically calling him insecure, saying that he was out of the line, basically his statement came off as very condescending, very, like, narcissist type of personality what they were saying and baby they saying they done ran him off the internet now while he tried to come on and basically come back to Twitter oh yeah Twitter was crazy um, over the holiday weekend but this wasn't the only thing that had him going crazy um, so he tried to come back and basically saying like wow you know what I mean in a time uh, we live in a generation where a man or a family doesn't want the wife or his mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others and to get told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. And that just made it worse because they went in on him. Now, while Miss Kiki Palmer has not yet responded publicly um, to his tweet, she has um, had tweets out there that just basically was talking about how she had fun at the Usher show, you know, giving Usher his props, saying that if you have not been to go see him, you should. It was a show. Basically just giving him a big kudos about he did his thing. Usher responded saying, um, boss, you the boss, thank you for coming through um, and supporting. Um, but I've seen a little clip of it and basically, yeah, she, he went over to her. She sported her shit, dressed with her black um, bodysuit underneath. That's kind of been like the style of fashion now. I personally didn't see nothing wrong with it. She's at a concert. It's hot, hot. I just told you how my speaker press is going on. It's hot. Um, but 
And her right, she still looked at it like classic to me. Yes, it was shit. Yeah, she had on the body suit, but it wasn't the wrong shit. I just didn't understand. And again, I'm not her baby daddy, her boyfriend, should I say, because people were giving him uh, responses like that too. Like, right, she's the mom, not your wife. <laughs> um, but yeah, he kind of went in and he came through on Twitter and really, really said that. So they are going off. They don't like it at all. All Miss Kiki Palmer fans. Um, you got to look it up. Her dress was not at all inappropriate. She did share a nice moment with Usher in which um, he came and he was saying, there goes my baby. Um, he at one point gave her the mic. She, you know, got to sing a little bit more. My baby. It was nice. You know, it was a touch moment. Even if I was with some friends. Um, I think when he was walking away, she turned around and that's when she, you know, kind of showed her butt cheeks because, like, the bodysuit was, like, cut up. Um, like, yeah, but what? Like, I don't know. I don't know what his problem was, but, hey, that is his baby mother and he was not, not feeling it. So while he wasn't feeling it and he came to Twitter with his little ring, instead of waiting to see Miss Keith got home where they was talking in their private time, he what, does he do? Do? Huh? what does he do? Because I read in the article that says he's, he's a um, stay-at-home dad right now. But what did he do before? I don't know. I don't know. I think he was in some regard in that industry or whatever else like that. But I'm not well, saying yeah, that's what it said. He's a stay-at-home dad and he works for her, um, her TV network, mm-hmm. um, her YouTube channel network type thing. Oh, okay. So he works for the network. Yeah. But my problem with this is, is she's your boss. Yeah. Not just your baby's father. You're not just her baby's father. You're her employee. What? Did you think, dude, wait a minute. You think that's your boss on Twitter? Yes, came through on Twitter. That's, it's not only unprofessional. I think he was, I don't think it was the outfit. I think he was, <laughs> he said, I should kind of like cuff Kiki a little bit. And this is the song as a woman and a woman that snapped back after having a baby and is, is yeah, feeling herself, her. but then it's disrespectful too because she's your boss as well. All of that is the man before the boss, he is disrespectful because this is supposed to be your lady, and that's what I said. That's what I said. Of it too. But the unprofessionalism is that you went to Twitter to talk about your boss, yes, yes, you did. Not even that and you this promotion. I mean, I guess it's not going to read the same network, but <laughs> in lines, you still talked about your boss mm. in public or a public forum. And talked about your son mother. I know that has to be a clause in his contract then. Oh, wow. About disparaging the company. Mm, wow. Well, this tweet really sounds like it was like. I mean, the station is called Kiki TV, that she's the brand. And she's Come doing again. everything to make her brand bigger. Come again. And you are now disparaging the brand. Not just Kiki Palmer, but the brand. Come again. Come again. And I really don't understand where he was going with, like, disposing her butt, butt cheeks to please people. Like, she was at a concert. This was kind of just like a like a hanging out night for her. It was not. Who has been in the fame forever. Yeah, life, and you can't dictate to her what she can and can't do because mm-hmm. she is the star. Mm. 
She's the star. You're not. And now you're trying to get off of because what it feels like to me is opportunistic. Mm. Mm. Her coattails, and now you're talking about her in public to get more shine on your own Twitter page. Because that's what you did. You probably got followers now. People done started following you because of this. Right. They want to see what you're going to say next. And my recommendation to her is to drop this now. Uh uh. No, he said it's his standards and his morals. But you just just ruined that. You just ruined your morals by doing this. Exactly. Your morals are no longer valid. Disrespecting disrespecting your children's mother. Right. I get that part too. That part about him being her boy. You could have said something to him when she got home. That you didn't feel you felt disrespected for what she wore. I think she would have tore your ass and right. You could have said that when she got home. You didn't have to go to Twitter of all places. Twitter? Yes, he did. And came and hold on and came on Twitter with a tweet like like to me that would kind of be like something a fan would say or someone who didn't know her, but nah man, not the man who she just now had. But not the one that's bringing the money home. Not yes, the breadwinner. You are not even in See, because I don't like to be misogynistic, but you're not even in a man's position right now to even be talking about what she's wearing when she's the right. one at work. She was at work. Even at a concert, maybe they didn't enjoy herself, and but she I is a star. representation is always I'm telling you, considering what you be seeing people when these days and, and, and not even that like I have seen Kiki and some more revealing stuff especially like when she was a guest host on um the legendary platform and stuff like that I've been seeing her on some more revealing stuff and different stuff that was on TV and it was like one of her gigs and everything else like that but just thinking like she just out for a night of fun she got on the shit dress with this black you know, bodysuit underneath. She was like literally at a concert having fun. So it's not like she was going somewhere to be in the limelight. She was going somewhere to enjoy the show. Her and her friend Usher shared the moment. And for real, that's what I really think he was mad about. Because Usher comes in and said, Dad, who's my baby? And she got to sing, my baby, back or something like that. Um, but I think that's what he's mad about. And just like I said, he came up with this tweet like he didn't even know her. He came out like, it's the outfit though. You're a mom. <laughs> like that sounds like a like a hating female. Like like a hating female. Yes, it is. So I don't know how long this is gonna last. Like I said, Kiki Palmer has not yet responded and I don't even think she thinks that it's worth it, baby, because the fans and everybody else has definitely gave him what and, and, he and it got me. It, it was the standards and morals comment. That's what got me. Yeah. To somebody that's still in their twenties, that 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 means nothing. Standards and morals because she got on the yeah, going to try to throw the baby in there. No, the first comment was is, is the outfit though. You're a mom, so that was basically giving like you shouldn't even have that on. You, you shouldn't even have that on. And, so, like, everybody, and the mom comment. Yeah, so. She's she under 30. She still got so, a lot of life to live. And just because she had a baby doesn't stop her growth. Hmm. Yeah. And so he basically made that other comment after he came, like, after people already start backlashing, like, what? Like, you's a hater. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have dated a bad woman. If you couldn't handle it or whatever else, you know, basically giving them them type of rebuttals on on, on, on Twitter, right? So then he come back 
to give this whole little thing and trying to make it about, you know, it's about his morals and his standards, it's his family, um, his which representation. Is which is a weak position to be on, seeing as though she was at an Usher concert. Who was she supposed to wear a burlap sack? No, it's the I have standards. <laughs> I have standards. Then you wouldn't have had your baby out of wedlock. Hello? Come with it, buddy. You got to understand that you have no legs to stand on in this court. (laughs) (laughs) He has standards, morals. No, you don't. Right. What's your standards and morals for that? First of all, and that's what somebody said. Okay, you're right. She's a mom, not your wife. So right. I guess they were saying that like she can't really dictate when she had more. But just like I, I said, was just, was not not was to that place to even try something like that, though. Yeah, but he was out of line to come online online with it. It's very possessive. That's what I was. Oh, because it was the part where he kept saying his last tweet. Do you got that one? When it was no. a whole bunch of my's in it, he was saying my this and my that and my. This. It was very, oh, very this possessive. Is my family. This is my family and my representation. And all him, all yes. him, not her, the star, but all him. <laughs> it was all about him. It was very, very possessive. You better get out, girl. That's all I'm saying. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Because if you do marry him, I got you not being a star. Get out, Miss TJ. Like I say, I know, baby. I'm telling you, get out. That's what I'm saying. It took me 20 years to be verbally abused and all that to leave. So I just hope for my sister's sake, Miss Kiki Palmer, that it do not take you that long. Because he didn't say our family, our reputation, our standards and morals. It was my, my, my. Yeah, it was my. It was my. It was my. Well, he was like it. And he was on there tweeting and he had Twitter in an uproar. Uh And I was waiting to see if she had responded. I know one thing I was saying, she better not respond to any type of defense of him when everybody is like really defending her. She she won't. I I, I guarantee she won't. If anything, she'll come out on whatever next show she go on or whatever next interview she goes on. She has some words for him, though. I know she has some words for him, though. I know she has some words for him, even though she haven't made her words, uh, you know, yeah. any statements publicly. I know she has some words yeah, for him. Not to say, yeah. I think it's best not to say nothing. Let the, let the public freaking uh, yeah. see his ass. You did it to yourself. Let them burn yeah. him. Let them burn him. Don't say nothing because she's going to say whatever she got to say to him in private because she knows she, she's better than that. And he gave and he gave the please others. The please call. Miss <laughs> Miss Kiki went out for a night of fun and was at the All Usher concert in Las Vegas. Well, on his residency in Las Vegas, watching his show. And she loved it. And she was having fun. She was out there, like I said. I should recognize her. Came out into the crowd, showed her love, was singing. There goes my baby. He put the mic on her lips. She got to say my baby back. They shared a moment. Miss Bang did a little turn around because, yes, like you said, she just had a baby. She's looking good. Yeah, all of that. I live for her because you know a lot of times she be on social media too, like showing the real her, like with no makeup, 
talking about, you know, acne, all different type of stuff. And yeah. I didn't even know she was as fierce as she was until, like I said, I seen her on the guest thing of Legendary. Like, wow, Miss Piggy Pumpkin grew up. Okay? <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. it. He was out of line for bringing that online. The audacity. The gall. Mr. Darius Jackson. But the baby is cute, though. Um, the father ain't keeping it cute. You know, that little baby they got, little Otis. Andrelton Jackson, he is so precious. He he's cute. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna be boyfriend for long. But like how you said, I sure hope she ain't thinking about marrying this man. And if his morals and his family and his representation was so up to tech, then yeah, Miss Palmer last name would be Jackson too. Even before they had the baby, well, and they that, was, that was hindsight that she already understood that this ain't that this probably is not going to last much longer. We might have had a baby, we might have another. Yeah. Baby. I might have a baby. Probably, probably, she probably got different beliefs and more, you know, for she wanted abortion or whatever. And she went here and she had. I just think she probably has in her in her mindset. I, I don't know if this for you know for a fact, but in her mind, you, you know when you're going to marry someone. Mm. And then you know the signs of when you're not. It might be good most of the time, but that ten percent of it being bad ain't worth you right. getting my ain't worth me wearing your ring. Right. Right. And that's why she know that feeling. If she wasn't good, and that ten percent, right. but that ten percent could be severe. Yes, it can. And if she was not feeling that before, my assumption is that after this tweet. Things ain't so sweet, Miss Miss Palmer. Not so sweet. Mm-hmm. Some of those people, that was commenting on this. They were saying some triggering stuff. Yeah. Just like I'm saying, that sounds very, very possessive. Yeah. Like he, she got home and she got chewed out for it. Like soon as she walked through the door. But it was <laughs> yeah. a fight that he did. He wasn't ready for. But I know, right? That's what I'm saying. I know mm-hmm. she let him have it. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you? She is a brand. If anything, you couldn't say nice about her outfit. You shouldn't have said it. She's a brand. Not not just a brand, but she is a multi-sectional brand. Like, she is in all different realms. And you are messing with the brand by commenting on somebody that you're too close to. Right, and just and what just makes it so crazy to me, like I said, is that when the tweet came out, it just sounds like somebody that don't know her. Like he, this don't even sound like her her children fault. Like oh, it doesn't sound like, like no oh, reason. You criticize your boss. It's it's, like it's somebody that to was me like, you need media training, and you work at the media company. It sounds like somebody trolling. It sounds like somebody trolling. It's the outfit, though. Mm-hmm. You're a mom. But it's, listen to this part. Listen to the part I just said. It's a media company she owns. Uh, you work at the media company that she owns. Uh, and you are speaking to media about your boss that owns the media company that employs you. Yes, he did. You would be fired if you weren't in a relationship with her. Because mm. you can't disparage the brand. It's a part of your contract. I'm sure of it. Do not disparage. It's probably one of those things. Uh, automatic clauses in the contract that says you cannot do any disparaging things while employed here. Right. 
I mean, like I said, when it came out, I just really thought, like, based on the comment, first of all, when I seen, it, I thought it was somebody trolling. But then when I got to look at it and realized it came from him, um, and then I was like, okay. And see, I didn't even know that part that he worked for her and all that other stuff. And you know that part. Uh, just going off of was like, damn, this her man? Like, damn, that's her man? That's what he gives? Really? I don't like that. I don't live for that either. But yeah, had Twitter going crazy. But that's not the only thing. That had Twitter going crazy. Yes, Twitter was off the hook, sparking like fireworks, y'all. <laughs> sparking like fireworks. But that was the talk on Miss Kiki. You keep on walking your walk, girlfriend. He's just talking. You keep on walking your walk. Because she looked good. It wasn't what he made it out to be. Toxic, should I say? Toxic, should I say? Oh, yes, that's toxic. Well, at least that's what he presented to the world. And that's messed up. That's my stuff. Um, but that's not all that had Twina um, tweeting, tweeting, tweeting over the last couple of days. Um, it was also an addition. Um, well, Jill Scott, should I say, Jill Scott was performing this Sunday that just passed um, prior to the 4th of July holiday. But like I said, it being the weekend, that's when everybody was celebrating. She was at um, the Essence, the Essence Festival being held in New Orleans. This is one of the largest African-American events in the U.S. Um, it usually occurs over the 4th of July weekend. Ms. Jill Scott was there performing, and she did a song, The Home of the Slave. Now, Ms. Jill Scott um, announced after performing it on this Sunday that this is a song, should I note, that she has performed several times um this year um several times before it's actually a song that she has written 32 years ago when she was just 19 a teenager in um north philadelphia philadelphia philly philly um so she's wrote this 32 years ago it's a home of the slave it's kind of like her own rendition of the national anthem version or um that's what people are putting it out there it's like her black our black experience in America and the tune kind of is going in the same tune of our national anthem, the Star Single Banner. Um, so of course, from us, she got the yes, power to the people. Kudos, Miss Joe Scott. I loved it. It's just her, her artistry. She um was like a poem, you know, that's what all this like to me. She performed it. Um, and, and then also considering she wrote it 32 years ago, like when she was 19, this is and this ain't the first time. Um, but this weekend, her performing it at this Essence Fair, um, got a lot, a lot, a lot of, um, I guess notoriety. I, I guess it got out there, uh, and a lot of people was at this attendance, people recorded it, people, you know, shared it, and different things like that. So while some were giving her praise, of course you had those people that were talking down about Miss Jill Scott and don't do it. Look, I remember working at a job uh, over Kennedy Krieger and one of my coworkers used to always call me Miss Jill Scott, Miss Jill Scott. I never used to see it. I used to be like, what is it? He used to be like the smile, but I just didn't think it was our thickness, right? But he used to be like, it's the smile. So nevertheless, I love Jill Scott. I love all of her music and everything else. And it was one 
it was one, okay, it was one um, political strategist, and he also was like a co-host of the You Voice America, which was like a pro-Trump type of show, a loving type. They they loved him, right? Your Voice America. Um, he said he loved Miss Jill Scott too. He said that it was heartbreaking as a big fan. Um, he could name all the sons she's ever done, but this right here is like uh, too much. Is is crossing a bridge to him. It's so sad to see her take this road. She's so intelligent. She does not need to take this route. Um, she also received backlash for some Republicans or considered conservatives. Um, it was one former uh, Florida Republican congressional candidate, Laverne Spicer, said um, that her rendition was the woke rendition and how oppressed pe black people are. And then also noted Ms. Jill Scott's network and said, oppressed? What? In what way is she oppressed? So basically, she was just saying, this is the woke rendition, kind of joking it in, like, how oppressed is she? Um, it was another Colorado Republican representative, Ms. Lauren Buber, who said no one should use the national anthem to express their hatred for America. Too many men and women have sacrificed their lives for our great nation to tolerate this. Shameful. And if you listen to the words, you shame for your content because that's exactly what she's saying. That was really uh, Miss Jill Scott's point that, you know, as black people, you know, this is what she feels, too, that we have sacrificed a lot. We have sacrificed so much and it's a shameful on the stuff that we had to deal with as citizens, as natural born citizens of this country. Well, not nationally born because what they stole us from Africa, right? Um, but that was just our whole point. Um, also, in a previous, misleading. like, March or something, huh? Misleading. Misleading? Mm -hmm. What's misleading? That was misleading. You said they stole us. Oh, well. What they did? What's the we, we were sold. We weren't stolen. We were sold. Stole. They stole. Stole. All of that. They stole us and then sold us. One would no, ask they stole, you, we were sold to them and brought here. The train that the, the if it was if it wasn't legal, that's what we would have been fighting for. It was legal. Exactly. The slave trade was legal. Right, back then it was. Yes. Well what I was basically we saying was that we were sold. Right. Well, that's what I was basically saying, you know, as far as like, you know, the stories of how they came over in Africa and Got us off of those lands, and a lot of us, you know, remain, you know, we got over here. I'm not saying once we got over here and we're still, you know, but, but, like, but the, the thing is, is what, that's what kind of happens when you're ran by a royal, a royal nation, right? So, right. in those tribes, that was royalty, royalty gave those things for something else, they gave, them the authority. They gave them the authority, basically. What you're saying, yeah, it, was a trade. it was a trade, they got something for us. Being brought right. here, they gave we want the manpower and we'll give you this. And a lot of it had to do with guns, <laughs> right? They were so trading people because it was against our will. So even though it was different, you are you have no will in royalty, right? But we were so whether you didn't want to go or not, whether you wanted to go or not, you submit to your king, right? And that's what happened. 
Whether you want I mean, to go in, on the go. When, we, when we got over here and we got to be get being sold, you know what I'm saying? I guess, you know, even in that instance, that's, saying, but that's, what's, that's the basis of it is that we were downgraded already to property by our own ruler in Africa and then traded for something else being made into property. Right. I'm not saying that it was, the, you know, I can't even justify the right or wrongness of it because, again, you submitted to being ruled by a ruler, by a king, by a, 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 a form of government. Mm. The only way we have freedom here is because they granted it to us. It wasn't taken. The Civil War wasn't taken. We, we, were, we played a part in the Civil War, but it wasn't and freedom and free. But contrary to exactly. what you were saying, I am in no way trying to mislead anyone. And in, 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 in my opinion, I do appreciate you, you know, breaking down the facts, but you know, you know exactly all that they consisted of. But we were stolen. Exactly. And then when we got over here, we were sold. So we were stolen. over here. The trade didn't happen here. The trade happened in Africa, on the shores of Africa, okay. and we were brought here. Right. It just was confirmed. It was just confirmed on this side. No, it was confirmed over there. You were okay. you were bolted to the ship and brought over here. Yeah. As property that you purchased, that they purchased. Hmm. Some of them may have been stolen, but the majority were sold for possessions by the governments of those countries. <laughs> and that's why you have to understand why a lot of people feel like, you know, when they say, well, come on home, come on back to Africa. No, it's not a come back to Africa thing because you sent us over here. That's why we refuse to go back. That's why inherently, even though you right. want to go visit, you don't want to stay. Right. <laughs> oh, baby. It's a bad country or well, that you may not be able to make a living. It's just well, that you sent us over here. We made lives. It no need to coming back. Right, 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 right. Well, Miss Joe stole the show, you know, <laughs> even though why she got some backlash from a lot of the conservatives and the Republicans and just some other people that just was not feeling it. The music festival, like many of us, gave her praise. They are now saying that this is the only national anthem that they will recognize. Um, but Miss Jill Scott had made um statements previously, like when she was in March, uh, in a, involved in a march, um, in Philly. She says that usually when she um performs this performs this song, it is not her intention to separate. Um, anybody or the vibe people when she performs the home of the slave um, she, when she say she says when I say uh, we are in a place that makes us slaves to consumerism it makes us slaves to social media makes us slaves to lies that don't make no kind of sense but we follow the stories like suckers like slaves to whatever kinds of negativity that doesn't benefit us as a people as a culture nor as a society. So again, Ms. Jill Scott wrote this thing 32 years ago when she was just 19, okay? Um, 
And just, you know, a lot of the comments that I was seeing from these conservatives, I was like, okay. Um, she ain't really say nothing, no backlash against the country or whatever. I said, but that's not, it's her right, it's her art. She has the freedom of us um expression. Um, as an artist, not just as an artist, as a person. And it kind of went in like, you know, the same sequence, the same rhythm or whatever else like that as the national anthem. Um, but it was what she was feeling. And every word she said was sure. Now, I ain't going to sing because I ain't no, you know, no singing like they don't stand. Then I, you know, I don't know about the copyright laws and stuff like that. But I can definitely quote all of the words that were said in the song. And then you tell me. Um, did this thing so basically like I said it goes in that type of B that type of wave as the national anthem she says oh say can you see by the blood in the streets this place does not smile on you colored child whose blood built this land with sweat in their hands but will die in this place in your memory erased oh say does the truth hold any weight. This is not the land of the free, but the home of the slaves. That's it. And she kind of, y'all know national anthem as long as that, but she kind of like dragged it out, you know, oh, say, can you see by the blood in the streets? But baby, she gave it a go. And I loved it. It was very, I felt it. I loved it. Um, yeah, what y'all think about that? I didn't like. I didn't get what these people was getting. That was so heartbroken, especially this political strategist who was on. Well, former he was on the co-host of the Voice of America, whatever. He loved Miss Jill Scott so much, but he can name every song. But if you can name every song, sir, then you should already know that she already had this in her repertoire because she wrote it thirty-two years ago. Um, this 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 might be a bridge too far for me though. What's the bridge? What she did, I told you you can be black and, and all that stuff, but you can't be too black. You can't show no once you show a pride that they feel is like too much, then you you they always gonna say you out of line as a black society. Yeah, that's how they did capping it, right? Cause he wanted to kneel. And then he wanted to kneel on the field. I don't know what that was. <laughs> he wanted to kneel on the field, right? They did him the same way. So that was his expression on how he wanted to, I guess, honor his people and honor to the national anthem. I didn't find it disrespectful. A lot of people, oh, they shunned that. Oh, well, Donald Trump shunned it too, didn't he? Um, and I'm sure if he was on Twitter, Twitter, because he still pushed off for that, right? He on there, he on his own or uh, platform or whatever else like that, but. I don't know. And just because she's talented, she doesn't need to go this route. Yeah, this is her talent. This is her freedom. This is this the way she expressed herself. This is what she felt even 32 years ago. I mean, and then she lying. We touched a little bit like in the, the slavery, but I'm trying to mislead y'all because I feel like we were stole. We were stole and sold. But yeah, I get exactly all of the facts that how money was breaking it down as to what really, you know, happened because, yeah, like, you, we we know a, a lot of that because a lot of it wouldn't have been able to happen for real. Unfortunately, it was a lot of out people that were against out people, and that's why a lot of it was able to happen the way that it, it did and everything else like that. But what she say wrong is the truth. Is the truth. And then in hindsight now, like she was saying, she just saying like, 
the slaves to everything that's going on in the world. Like, so what is it? When when I heard it, it wasn't to me a uh, uh, a shun against just like America. This was like, yeah, saying like, yeah. Can you see our blood on these streets? This place does not smile on you, color child. And it don't. Whose blood built this land with the sweat in their hands? But you'll die in this place in your memory of race. Yeah, that's what they try to do. They erased, well, they tried to erase their history, right? We just finding out some stuff now that happened. And that's what I was saying too about the, the Juneteenth, right? It's just some people, they just really finding out like what really happened. And that when the 4th of July, when it was the Independence Day, that we wasn't really, really declared free. It ain't happened until years later on June 19th, right? So, just since the period, they went over in, in, in Egypt, and they messed up the tombstones, the statues, all that other type of stuff. Burnt the schools, burnt all that, all the history and all that. Told us Columbus found America. Yeah, so what's wrong? And then anybody, I feel like sometimes if you black and you get to a certain statue, oh, they try to check you real quick and bring you back down. You can be black, but don't you be black and proud. Don't you be black and too proud. Oh, no. And then even the, the other lady who was saying, like, no one should use the national anthem, and I get it. It's not, and in hindsight, it's very short. I mean, Jill Scott and her performance, and of course, she performed it. She performed it very well. So, like I said, it goes in the tone, and she dragged those, ooh, she dragged those words, baby, and really made you feel it. So it felt like it was the whole length of the national anthem where it has way more words than that. Um, and it was going in the same beat, but she ain't expressing no hatred against America. She was talking about the hatred that she feels that has been plagued on us as black people in America. And it's not a woke rendition of the national anthem. She didn't change the national anthem. We have a we already have a black national anthem to be real. No, it's part of her artistry. When she was 19 years old, she felt this and she went in the room with the national anthem and she did this masterpiece to express herself. And she is performing it today. And it's still getting recognized itself. And my opinion had to be had to be some type of truth. The way they came up with these comments, like it was just like Words. I said, wait a minute, let me go listen to this again. Let me hear. Let me hear Miss Bobert, Miss Lorne from Colorado, the Republican representative down there. Let me hear. Because she expressed hatred for America. And she didn't speak against any man or woman sacrificing or wasn't gay. Yeah, she said that, yeah, we sacrificed if anybody sacrificed. Men and women, it was us. Black people. Yeah, sacrifice this ourselves for this great nation and, and, and for a lot of these great things that are happening right today. You ain't feel like that when Trump was running around talking about make America great again? In order to make something great, or I guess what he was saying, it was it was okay, it was good, or was it bad? 
don't know, because that, that's your boy. But to say shameful, and there's so many men and women who fought for the, the this nation that had to tolerate this. How does she disrespect them? I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding, baby. It be that talk versus the walk for me. I'm telling you, you can be black, but don't you be black and proud. See, if you do anything that symbolizes you being proud, put your face up, power to the people or anything else like that, and you are in a certain position. And then, like I said, the other man, the political strategist, like, who cares that you love Jill Scott? You couldn't have loved Jill Scott because if you love her and you really appreciate and love her off for me, you know all her songs. Like I said, one, you would have known she already written this 30 years ago. I love her. I didn't even know that before doing my research um, about this. I didn't even know that. But that's her. Like, I... That's something Jill Scott would say. I, I get it. That's her. So if you really loved her and all that stuff like that, you would respect, you You would love her, her art and everything she gave. And everything, that's her. Her expression. So you couldn't have been too much of a friend. You heart broke. Your heart, he said he heart broke. His heart is, his heart has broke because he was a big fan of her. And she's so talented. She does not have to go this route. Her performing at a national, at the Essence Festival. And a lot of, you know, I see, you know, people responding to that too. You know, just certain fans saying, well, she wasn't performing at a 4th of July event. This is a, a Essence Festival where, you know, it's for Black people, it's for African Americans. This was something or whatever. And just like she was saying previous night, I don't know. If her thoughts or her meaning, obviously, probably so from when she first wrote, uh, wrote it into the day, because now she's not just talking about, she's saying like slaves to everything, not just like in America or that whole travesty that went down with us, that whole just, I don't know what to call that. I don't. I want to cry now um, thinking about it. But yeah, the home of the slave is not the home of the brave, but the home. Of the slave. No, she said the land of the free, but the home of the slaves. And how she explaining is that, yeah, unfortunately, in this day of time, we are slave to everything. Even though we got free thought, free speech, and all, and all that other stuff like that, I'm telling you, things around you and things, everything is easily influenced and it can change at any moment. I'm guilty of it too. You know, look, if I won't give y'all the real spill, I got to give y'all the real spill. It, it is. Sometimes you got to listen to other people and things, you know, and different stuff like that when you're in conversations and you might not feel the same way somebody else feel about it. They may get you to start to think something, you know, one way or another. Oh, yeah, go this way or whatever else like that. But yeah, it'd be different stuff. It'd be different stuff. The same way I talked about Miss Kiki, you know, someone else probably would see it and think nothing was wrong with the outfit, but then you know, he making a statement or they're fan to him, then they say, oh, yeah, she, you know, so people just too wishy-washy for many. Hey, I'm giving all of them, <laughs> like, what's your name and all of them, right? So I don't know. I loved it. Um, I kind of had it on spin, on repeat, 
because I was just there and I just needed to hear something so full. You know what I'm saying? I love to do that. I love to listen to gossip music, um, that type of, yeah, I guess what they call it, neo-soul, jazz, and different stuff like that when I'm going through. And um, so, yeah, I listened to it a couple of times and I loved it. And I was like, yeah, same as your Scott. She got deep. And then just those lines. I mean, what was it? I think nine lines to a song. I felt it and I felt every word. So what they was feeling, I don't know. I ain't, I ain't get that. I don't know, but you gonna get that. You gonna get that, Miss Jill Scott. Keep on doing what you're doing. You know what your attention was. Um, even if it changed from when you was 19 up until now, that's your right. And and I didn't see how you were shunning America or you 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 were doing anything against anybody who sacrificed their life um for this nation. Um I don't know why it was a bridge too far. You lost one fan, Joey Manarino. You lost him, a political strategist. Not that you care, but he thought that it should be oh I loved her and yeah, whatever. Lies. That man ain't no her and no other song. I wish I was saying I was doing an interview. I would have said name one. Give me one. You loved her. He said he could name every song she's ever done. I would have said, which one? <laughs> and got out of his skin. And then they would have been putting me up out of there. Well, they would have been talking about me. He would have said he's no longer my fan. But who needs fans like that? That kind of one little thing that you do or whatever else they believe they going to just throw you and throw you away. Uh, so, yeah, it was a lot of festivities going on. I liked it. Y'all got to check it out. Y'all, of course, yes, people re recorded it and everything. I'll say that. I've seen it. It's very touching. Um, the Essence Festival said this is the only national anthem that they're going to recognize the same way how we say the only Chris that we recognize is Christopher Wallace. Shout out to Baby. Shout out to Tupac. Yeah, shout out to Tupac. Oh, just birthday, just what's your name? Oh, yeah, and shout out to all the Kansas. But Kansas, y'all almost up out of here. And this hour ago, who? Yeah, the mighty Leo. The mighty Leo. <laughs> We're talking about that. All right, but kudos to Miss Jill Scott. I love the song. It's not um actually called the National Anthem, whatever. It's the home. Other slave, you gotta check it out. Miss Joe Scott um, is basically what well, she's an icon. I'm in Philly. Um, her music, I love them. I know basically all the songs. And like I said, I used to get called her, so I loved her. I didn't see anything wrong about it. Would definitely love to think what y'all think about it. But you know, kudos to her. Kudos for her for showing up and performing. I'm sure um, the Essence Festival was aware. Because, you know, they had rehearsals. I guess they got to give a hold of what she was going to do. Um, so they didn't feel no type of way about it. You know what I mean? So come on, y'all. Stop it. Stop with all the talk while this lady is on the wall. Hey, that's right. If you want to call me and talk about it, you always can, my friends. When I'm on here, the phone lines is open. 443 Four zero three. So make sure you get with me. If you're just a little bit too shy, you don't want to call in the hits. Let somebody hear your beautiful or your handsome voice. Um, that's okay. Hit me up in the chat. 
even offline, you can reach out to me anytime through the messenger and all of that. Yeah, I sat, I talk to you. Long as you ain't asking me for no money or nothing like that, because I ain't got none of that. Now, if you want to give me some, come on, give me some. Um, but yeah, make sure you holler at me. Of course, I'm coming through for you live every Thursday through the Be Exposed Radio. And this is the Be Exposed Radio family. If you are interested, you got some things you want to talk about, you know, because I ain't the only one um, that can be in this lane. This is the place to be. So you definitely got to holler at, yes, the wonderful Mr. Marnie about doing that because you can. If you need an ad, if you need anything for me to run my mouth about, to promote you, I add a commercial. This is the place on Be Exposed. I know Marnie, they got that. Um, what's that coming up? We did, we did get to get out. We did get to get out. We got to get out uh, at the Art Walk. Uh, that was last week. It was a wonderful time. We got to see the presentation um, by the Style Lounge. They had that old fashion show on the sidewalk. It was some nice garments coming up out of there. And baby, did the people, I'm someone immediately asked to rush in to buy them too. I was a little bit jelly because I ain't the buy them. But yes, I definitely seen some fashions come out of there. Um, and then you got Fashion Week. Um, approaching in August. I know that they're running a whole bunch of events. Um, this month, I believe the youth um, open mic is coming up on July the 15th. That will be held at the library, the library right there on Cathedral Street. Is that considered the main one? I believe it is. It's going to be held on there, but this is a youth exclusive event. No parents stay home unless you got consent from your children from the kids or something like that. But they don't want y'all down there because this is why they wanted to be a free judgment loan. Look, they already got enough judgment from one another, right? The same way I, we always judge each other. They don't want y'all down there with all that mess. They want to be able to express their stuff freely and everything else like that. So they don't need that conservative stuff coming down there. Oh, Lord, let the Republicans or the conservatives get a hold of it. The way how they try to bash my girl Jill Scott. There'd definitely be some fashion down in there. Um, but yeah, check on that. Those are events that was happening. Um, I gave some birthday shout-outs. There's a lot of cancers up in the house. Did I, did I give any birthday shout-out? I don't know that I named anyone specifically. Um, Pac is not a cancer, by the way. He is a Gemini. Like my blooper, fly guy, job. <laughs> my blooper director. That's what I'm going to call him. We got action. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, this year is speeding by, speeding by fast. We are already in July. Can I believe I was like, what? I looked the other day, I was like, oh my goodness, the day, especially with it being seven, six, July the sixth. I'm like, oh my gosh, my birthday is in 23 days, and 40 is ready to be done, and I'm ready to roll in the big 41. So I'm like, oh my goodness. And I kind of always get down this time of year. I'm like, oh my goodness, what's going on with me? And it's not really that. Like I said, I'm appreciative every day um, for life. I don't got it the worst, but I think that it kind of just be, you know, my self-reflection, what I'm definitely responsible to do. And I'd be like, damn, another year. What I done? And, you know, and then considering so many people gone, everybody transitioning. I, I think I told y'all before, I just always feel like I can be doing more and I want to do more but goodness gracious I just want to fly um, and then talking about flying I definitely had to give 
the dedications to um shout out to my lord sister Tierra that um Elliot um Tierra Shanice Elliot Tierra S Elliot my lord sister who transitioned from this life on this day 11 years ago yes um Tierra back in 2002 on July the 6th was killed in a tragic car accident out on route 70 I believe out on Route 70, yeah, two days after the 4th of July, she had went out there with some friends to go to a beach and uh, was at the beach, left the beach, was making a store run, um, and the driver of her vehicle pulled out into the highway, like right in the path of um, a truck hit her, and yes, my little sister was tragically killed. This is when she was 24 years old. Oh, yes, born on 8-29-1988. And I always say 29 is like the divine number, right? Could never forget it. I used to always be so excited. My birthday being 7-29. Hers was 8-29. Thinking about it too. Um, my good neighbor, right? Birthday is 8-29 too. And yeah, she is fly. Um, definitely the hot tea ever was. Uh, but yes, definitely rest in peace with her. Continue to rest in power, little sister. Definitely sending love out to Mother Terry um, and to um, Fat Man, her brother, um, Mr. Jones, um, who unfortunately is still incarcerated and was incarcerated when this tragedy happened. So yeah. Baby was 24 years old. So much life to live. Um, it's no longer here. And just like time, every day, the years go past so fast because I had not realized until the day I was feeling a little down. I already was feeling a little down just because of my circumstances and everything right now. And like I said, whatever, I don't know what's up with it. Next year, God willing, if I am blessed to still be here, I'm, I'm checking the nail. I'm checking the nail because I am blessed to be here. And I'm going to get up out that run because it be things like that that just, you know, kind of remind you like, girl, it is not so bad. Y'all know the saying, life is good. God remains great. We know what it is and we know what it gives. It's more than life to die. So yeah, you better live. Okay, you better live. And, you know, she just had so much life. And I remember one of the quotes um, that was on her obituary, and it's also on her tombstone, is dream as if you'll live forever, but live as if you only had today. And, yeah, yeah. That was that pick-me-up that I needed. To remind me of that. How we all know how precious life is. But yeah, y'all, just keep on living. No matter what you're going through, just keep on pushing through. I'm sure you know somebody, you know, dead to you that has transitioned, that was so full of life, that was gone too something too soon. I talked about my former my guest, my childhood friend, Michelle Silva, who was just on the show back in May, who tragically lost her life. Well, I do it. There's so much life and people be having so much plans and they're no longer here. They're no longer here. And if that ain't your motivation to just keep on living no matter what's going on, because I'm sure, if they can talk, my Uncle Marvin, I always said it's so full of life, just so people, I'm sure. And I'm naming people that I know personally myself, but my point is, I'm sure. 
you know, somebody too that was just like that, that was full of life, had the potential to go there or whatever, and they no longer here. And what are you doing? With your time while you're here, what are you doing? We should be, we don't spend enough time in our happy moments. You know, I'm always coming up here sharing the bad stuff and what's going on with me, but you know, we tend to dwell in that. When something is bad, we just spend time in that. But when it's something happy and going on, it be so short-lived. So anything that you practice, guys, you master. So if you sit around being sad and being depressed all the time, that's what you're going to be. You're going to be sad and depressed. So speak life into your life and live life. Be life, speak life, and love life. No matter what's going on. You hear me? You better live. Yes. All right, y'all. I'll give you a little bit of rundown of the show because we are almost out of here. Yes, we are almost out of here. And I'm definitely going to get me some exercise in the night. I'm going to walk a mile or two, okay? I'm trying to do what I do because it be that too. Like, you know, when the birthday might come in, I'll be like, oh, I'm so fit. That's what it be. Um, but I'm going to get better, y'all. I'm going to get better. And I'm not just going to keep on talking about it. I'm going to do the walk. So the talk versus the walk, right? I talk about it all the time, how I'm going to stay on track and do certain things. But, yes, I'm going to keep on walking it. I'm going to keep on walking it. I didn't get enough of y'all on here talking tonight about, you know, if you was in a position, what would be your decision to talk versus the walk? Um, but, yeah, I definitely wanted to know. You still can comment on it. Or you can still let me know. You see me round about talk about it because I'll bring it back up. All right. Um, also, we talked about Miss Kiki Palmer, boyfriend, yeah, boyfriend, showing off, Mr. Darius Jackson, showing off about her outfit that she wore up Las Vegas to go see Usher perform. He ain't like it. And the fans ain't like it even. They were letting him have it. So while she ain't speak all about it probably, I'm sure she let him have it too when she got home. Then I talked about Jill Scott. With this national anthem, well, not national anthem, it's her song called "The Home of the Slave," um, and a lot of people had a lot to say about it. You know, they felt like it was the woke rendition. She had fans that are no longer a fan, um, but kudos to everybody else that gave her her props and gave her, you know, just job well done, Jill, for expressing yourself and doing it beautifully. In my opinion, do your music, do your music, and doing it on a platform that you felt that needed it to be said, you know? So, hey, got the recognition because she's been performing it in several concerts or whatever. So, that wasn't nobody saying nothing. Okay. Uh, gave that shout out to them Kansas. There's a lot of y'all out here. Yes, it is. And Kansas, oh, goodness. They just, like Kansas, they just make me sick. They some sweethearts. They are. Kansas that really, really love on you, but, oh, they make you sick. They get with you, they too. They, you know, they have that little arrogance about them and stuff like that. That's also loving and stuff like that. But they, I don't know, they be wishy-washy. They ain't feeling you, they ain't feeling you. But I love y'all, Kansas. If any of my friends and family out here, Kansas, look, I love y'all. I ain't got nothing to do. I, look, I ain't putting y'all down. I ain't keep on walking y'all walk. But I'm just talking about y'all right now. But I'm not putting y'all down. Who do I know? Anybody that's personally? It's a cancer wait minute. I was just giving people a shout out. Oh, yes, Keisha69. Um, I just gave her birthday shout out today. So her birthday is today. That's her fan from around the way. Yes, indeed. Um, anybody else personally? 
Flip my mind, but hey, if it's your birthday, make some noise. If you're a cancer, cancer in the buildings, shout out to the cancers. But in a little while, y'all gonna have to go on the 22nd. That is because guess what? It's Leo's go. My birthday bed on the 29th. My good brother Crystal on the 27th. Oh, my goodness, y'all think y'all deep. Leo's was deep too, but we gonna hear all of it when we come. Oh, my goodness, you gonna hear all of it. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I laugh at all the different memes and everything like that every year. But y'all already know that's the mighty king and queen of every jungle it is. Yeah, Leo's rule the world. Leo's rule the world. But I love all people. Well, should I say all good people? Or should I say all people, right? Thou shall not judge. I love you. I don't got nothing to do with that. That's between you and God. But I love all people. God bless you. God loves you too. Make sure you come through here now. Every Thursday at 7, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here next Thursday. I think my birthday is on a Saturday this year. Last year, it was on a Friday. So it usually moves like a day up. No, I don't have any plans. Last year, I did me a 40th birthday dinner party, whatever. It was it was okay. I enjoyed my family and everybody who came through and loved on me and everything else like that. But that's another thing, too. I've been... I shy away from the limelight. People say Leo was always one being in the limelight. That's not true. We are really um, shy. We just noticeable. I can't help that. We just noticeable. Right? Yeah, we just noticeable. Not that we want to be noticed. That's just how it is. That's that light on my life. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do this year, but God willing, I'm out here and I'm going to have my fun to bring in my year of 41. Okay? All right now. Um, so hold on, the light dimmed a little bit on me. It's probably just like on my end. I'm always having some malfunctions, right? <laughs> With this phone and everything else like that when I'm on here. Up 5%, 5%. And guess what? I think I got what four minutes. Um, so I should be good. I also just gave a dedication, wanted to just, you know, speak on the memory of um little sister Tierra um Elliot who lost her life this day eleven years ago. Um and did all that. I had fun. I hope y'all had fun. I hope y'all learned something. I hope y'all learned something. Um but I also hope that you for the moment was a slave to my entertainment. No, no I don't. I never want anyone to be in that position to be a slave, even though that's some people thing. Okay. A lot of people wasn't so King and stuff. That's, that's yeah. Some people live for it. I don't know, but I don't. Um, but make sure y'all join me next Thursday. I'm gonna be right here, same time, baby, same time, bringing through my life, my love, and my light right here on the You Better Live show. Be sure to go to the page. Yes, I sent all of y'all out the request for you to like, <laughs> and you didn't, but make sure you did. I'm mad at you and my pop voice. Get on that page. Like it. Don't be no stranger when I'm on the show. Comment. Share it. Call me. All of that. Let's talk about it. Because you already know. If it's a what in the world or what in the world, then I'm your girl. Yes. Because I'm going to come through with the what's up, what's up, and the what, 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 what every time. You get me? <laughs> Much love to y'all, y'all. I'm up out of here for the night before this uh, phone 
and this light and everything else like that, that's them and I won't let me be great. These cameras and everything else like that, seeing and we wanting to die out on me, but don't you die out, okay? You keep on living, keep living for the show, like I keep on living for you. Bringing it to you, your news, our views. Join me next week. The goddess Chaz, Chaz Real, the Emperor is literally kick mix right here through Be Exposed Radio. This is another Thursday with me, y'all. And you know, you know what it is and you know what it gives. It's more than life to dine. So, yeah, you better live. God loves you. God bless you. See you next week, baby. <laughs> Thank you.